You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Thanks for checking out the podcast and YouTube channel on Conroe Culture. Don't forget, we're live on Lone Star Community Radio every Monday at noon. Make sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. Want more information? Visit the show page on IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture for past shows and learn how to sponsor the show. Hello, everyone. Monday afternoon, June 19th. Wow, we are halfway done with the year. I hope you're looking forward to 2018 because it's going to be here before you know it. It's a wonderful day out here in downtown Conroe. I am Margie Taylor of Conroe Culture News, Taylorized PR, 104.5, 106.1, Lone Star Community Radio, downtown Conroe. And we're recording live as we do every Monday at noon. So we're going to give you some information about upcoming events and some news that's happening this week in our area. And of course, then we will have our guests. Today we hear from Larry Forrester of the Montgomery County Historical Commission and Luke Fultz of the Texas Heroes Real Estate Program and founder of the Woodlands Young Entrepreneur Network. He's not the founder. He is one of the community leaders, but very involved in some of their upcoming events. So first, of course, yesterday was Father's Day. I hope you gave tribute to your dad, your grandfather, your husband, or spent it with family and friends and had a Sunday fun day. I know I did. We, uh, of course, we're packing because we're going to be moving. I don't know how much fun that really was. But we went out to dinner last night and celebrated Father's Day. So if you want to keep on celebrating, there's lots of stuff to do this week. And after a full Monday, you may want to head down to the Corner Pub today and hear Jeremy Bankhead as he hosts the open mic, as he does every Monday. And then Charles Peters will be at the Red Brick Tavern stage at 730 with Fred McIntosh to get your blues on. In fact, you could probably listen to both. They're only like paces apart from each other. Tomorrow, June 13th, Jeremy Bankhead hosts the open mic at the Corner Pub. And Thursday, you can hear Buck Yeager and Johnny Riley at the Red Brick Tavern beginning at 8 p.m. Open mic will be with Adam McFarlane and Josh Pitt at the Corner Pub. There's a lot of music going on, and all these things are free. So if you want to go hang out and meet some people, come out to downtown Conroe. Friday night, you can hear Glenn Tate at the pub beginning at 9 p.m. and Clayton Gardner at the Red Brick Tavern. And before you even think about doing either of those things, you can go right next door to where I am at Conroe Coffee and hear a jazz guitarist, Alan Colbert. He will be there beginning at 6.30 p.m. And then you can hop from one venue to the next. Saturday night, Willow James will be at the Corner Pub and Johnny Falstaff playing Rockabilly Honky Tonk at the Red Brick Tavern. We don't have lack of good music in downtown Conroe. The Conroe Parks and Recreation has a lot of great events that you can get plugged into as well. They will, uh, they're having adult dance classes monthly 
And they also have the Young Rembrandt's Art Lessons for ages 5 to 7, 8 to 10. And that starts today, and that goes for 10 days. Also on the lineup is a teen acting camp. The really unique thing about this teen acting camp is that they're going to put on a production of Sound of Music. They're going to learn how to do costume design, set design, and choreographer choreography. So that starts uh, in July, July 6th through 20th, and that is put on by the Conroe Parks and Recreation. Very diversified group of people. You can also learn to watercolor at the Conroe Art League, which is also in downtown Conroe at the Maidley Building. And that is just down the street from us on Simonton. Classes are ongoing, and you can check out their calendar at conroeartleague.org. So the next big holiday that's coming up is, of course, the 4th of July. Lots of things on the calendar for the 4th. But what I really want to remind you about is Bridgewood Farms has their annual Burn Your Buns bike ride. And I am actually helping to organize that event. This is their 14th annual bike ride. They call it a family run, a family ride, and it's not competitive. But I assure you, when you get 400 bikers together, that there's going to be a little competition. And this is put on by the Lake Conroe Rotary Club and the Woodland Cycling Club. The routes are 20, 31, and 62 miles if you want to go twice around. And this is in the hills of Willis. Again, it's not competitive, but you will have a good time and you will help Bridgewood Farms special needs adults clients. Did you know that they are the oldest nonprofit in Montgomery County? They are 50 years old this year. So come out and, you know, volunteer, contribute, or just watch it. They will have watermelon and hot dogs afterwards, and that would be about noon. And they're still looking for volunteers to help with that. Also, Roman Forest will host their own, the only fireworks display in East Montgomery County, actually, will be on the 4th of July at Roman Forest, and it starts with a parade at 10, and they have a festival beginning at 2 p.m. They are still looking for crafters, food vendors, and they will have barbecue, hot dogs. They will have three bands playing, the Kenny Martin Band, Nextra Ken, Shane Porter Band. Fireworks will be by Celestial Displays at dusk they're also celestial displays is also doing the big fireworks display over lake conroe they are also going to be at the woodlands country club they will uh, be at Patton village and revenue the busy guys on the fourth of july so if you want to find out about getting a booth at roman forest they're still available for 45 dollars and you can send me a private message on conroe culture news and i will provide you with additional information July 7th. You know what happens July 7th? I'm going to tell you what happens July 7th. We have the premiere of two new performances in downtown Conroe. We have Mary Poppins at the Crichton Theater, which you do not want to miss. And then 9 to 5, the musical will be at the Owen. So that starts on July the 7th and runs Friday, Saturday, Sunday for the next couple of weeks. July 10th through 14th. There's going to be a pioneer camp for kids 8 to 11 years of age at the Heritage Museum. And they do a lot of fun things. They're going to be doing butter churning, candle dipping, log sawing, arrowhead presentations, corn shelling, beekeeping, 
it sounds like a lot of fun. And if you have not been to the Pioneer, Pioneer Museum, they are located over in Candy Cane Park. Uh, and they would love for you to come by, but especially for the kids to get involved. I mean, as a parent, you often look for things for your kids to do in the summertime. And this is one of those great events that uh, you might want to check out. They have two sessions, July 10th through 14th and July 17th through 21st, morning or afternoon. So if you want to find out more about that, you can connect with the Heritage Museum at 936 539 seven three so i guess we're going to take a break now before we get our next guests on we'll start with larry forrester who's going to talk to us about the montgomery county commission historical commission i am margie taylor with conroe culture news and we will be right back at lone star community radio Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Don't forget, Conroe Culture is live online at IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 every Monday at 12 p.m. Be a guest, be a sponsor. Just contact us online at IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. And we are back at Conroe Culture News. I am Margie Taylor, your host for the show from Taylorized PR from downtown Conroe at Lone Star Community Radio, FM 104.5, 106.1. Of course, you can go to our website, IRLoneStar.com, or also view it via video. Yes, we are being videoed. Our city TV at Sunlink and by tomorrow, it should be up on YouTube. And also, there will be in um, on IRLoneStar.com forward slash Conroe Culture. You will see the archive of this show. So, you can watch it over and over and over again. <laughs> so, my first guest this morning, this afternoon, is Larry Forrester. Welcome, Larry. Hi, Margie. Nice to be here. Yes. So, uh, you also have a day job. You're an attorney. Correct. And you work with many of the um, fire departments. I work with several fire departments and, of course, with a number of cities in the greater Montgomery County area. That's correct. So you're a very well-known guy. But you're here today to, to talk about the Montgomery County Historical Commission, something that I bet a lot of people don't know much about. I'm sure that's true. Yeah. How long have you been with them? I was appointed by the commissioner's court in about May or June of 2012. So I've been with them about five years serving on that uh, commission, the historical commission serving as a chairman since that time. So I'm sure history being, you must be a history buff. Well, I got my degree, undergraduate degree in history and have always had an interest in it. Uh, a few years ago, began doing research on Montgomery County history and that led the county judge at that time, Barb Sadler, along with the chairperson at that time of the commission, Gertie Spencer, to suggest that I serve 
uh, in the capacity as chairperson as she was interested in stepping down. She's still on the commission. How many people are on the commission? We have approximately 25 or 26 members wow, on the commission. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. They're all appointed by the commissioner's court. Most of them are, actually live in Montgomery County. There are some, uh, one or two, that live outside of Montgomery County but have uh, strong ties to the history of Montgomery County. So tell me a little bit about that. How long do you serve on the commission? You said you've been appointed since 2012, but is it like two-year terms? Or yes, how does that work? That, that's correct. We are appointed by the county commission, county commissioner's court for a two-year term, and every two years we have to be reappointed by that uh, commissioner's court. And if there's any people coming on board, if we uh, invite others or nominate others to serve on the commission, they uh, must serve uh, at the uh, with the approval of the commissioner's court. That information is also imparted to the Texas Historical Commission, which we also report to. So we actually have two bosses, if you will, mm -hmm. the, the Montgomery County Commissioner's Court, as well as the Texas Historical Commission. Checks and balances, accountabilities. So what are you being accountable for, per se? There's a state statute that creates county historical commissions throughout the state of Texas. And not all counties have active county historical commissions, but most do. And our responsibility is to educate, to preserve, and to promote the regional and local and state heritage, historical heritage of our, of our communities. So I imagine there's a lot of historical sites in Montgomery County. We have a number of them, some of which have actually been recognized with either state historical markers or now in the last couple of years, uh, county historical markers. There's probably approximately 79 state historical markers, which are approved by the State Historical Commission. And then about three years ago, we began as a county historical commission, a program of complementing or supplementing the state historical marker with a county historical marker. And there, we currently have five of those located throughout Montgomery County, three of which are in, actually in downtown Conroe. And where are they? The, the first one we had was at the Shepherd's Barbershop yep, on Simonton. Yes. And it is, we've determined it to be the oldest operating barbershop, or at least at that location in the state of Texas. That's amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, going back to about 1911, late 1911, early 1912, soon after the fire that consumed mm -hmm. most of the downtown Conroe area in February of 1911. The second one downtown is right across the street on Simonton. It's the Dr. J.L. Hicks building, which is next to the Red Brick Tavern. You've you mentioned that in, in your reference. And it is um, actually owned by the Crichton Foundation. They use it for wardrobes and staging and also for, uh, uh, I guess, dressing rooms there. Right. And that, that building has been around, again, since uh, 1911. And then the third one in downtown Conroe is at the First Baptist Church at the end of Main Street, on the north side of Main Street, that church was actually uh, celebrated its 125th anniversary this last year and uh, makes it one of the oldest, if not the oldest, church in Conroe. And they have a historical marker there at the front of their church. There's also a brand new historical marker at the Heritage Museum uh, several blocks away at the Candy Cane Park. And that depicts the Grogan Cochran House, hmm. which is... Uh, 
uh, goes back. It was built in 1924 by the Rogan family, which owned a, a lot of the timberland here in Montgomery County, pr- primarily in Tamina and the Woodlands. George Morris, uh, George Mitchell actually purchased his property from the Grogan Cochran families back around 1964. So that's the, uh, that's the third one mm-hmm. we have or fourth one we have. And then we have what I think is an interesting historical marker on the far North West uh, side of, Mon- of Montgomery County, about 15 miles North of Montgomery off of 149. It is um, a marker that depicts the burial site of what is believed to be internationally believed to be the um, father of blues music in Texas, guy by the name of, uh, they call him Texas Alexander, Algeron uh, Alexander, who has actually lived in Richards just across the county line, but is buried in a African-American cemetery um, just inside the Montgomery County line. So we have uh, that as another county historical marker that makes five in addition to a roughly 79 state historical markers. Wow. There's a, there's a lot of history out here in our county. Well, absolutely. Yeah, we're the third oldest county created by the Republic of Texas, uh, actually created in December of 1987, 19, pardon me, 1837, 1837. So it's a, there's a lot of history there. So if someone has what they deem to be a historical marker or want to apply for that, what, what is the process? Well, depending on whether you, the, the process for applying for a state historical marker is in terms of the application and the information is virtually identical to that of applying for a county historical marker. There are certain buildings or structures that might not qualify for a Texas historical marker, but are nonetheless very important to our county and to our communities, our local communities, which is the reason why three years ago our historical commission created this county historical marker. Uh, The application begins with us assisting the applicant with preparing the research that's necessary to support the uh, the background uh, information that supports the application itself. That includes, we may assist them in providing photographs if we have information like that. And the Heritage Museum is a great archive for that, along with the, the County Central Library, the second floor of the County Central Library here in Conroe. And there's other resources as well. So they we work with them. We have a committee composed of two or three individuals that work with them. And on many occasions I help. We also have the, I'm very proud that we've got the, um, uh, Conroe's, um, uh, old Republic title company that assists us in doing some of the title research at no cost to us. The application is completed. It's then submitted, whether it's a state or a County, uh, marker application, it's submitted to our historical commission, which meets every other month. And by the time we look at it, it has been scrutinized. It has been uh, finalized by our committee, composed of a couple of really dedicated people, Sharon Russell in particular and Anna Shepard as two of the main people that work on it. When the application is submitted, if it's a county historical marker, then it becomes uh, approved uh, at that meeting. We have to go no further. We can then order the marker uh, from our supplier. Uh, the manufacturer is in San Antonio, who also makes the state historical markers. Ours is different, 
and I maintain ours is more attractive than the state historical <laughs> marker. But of course it is. It's Montgomery County. There you go. <laughs> it's got the flag on it because uh-huh. we're the Lone Star flag, birthplace right. of the Lone Star flag, and so forth. If the person is interested in um, a state historical marker, and we feel many in many occasions we encourage them to get a state historical marker because it has a lot more significance, then after we approve it, it's submitted to the State Historical Commission. The application period for state historical marker is limited to the 15th of September through the 15th of November. It has to be approved and submitted to the State Historical Commission by no later than the 15th of November. Uh, They then make a decision. They've got a screening process, and by usually February, we'll find out whether it's one of the some 180 or so markers that may be approved as state historical marker. And there may be dozens, perhaps a hundred or more besides that. On the other hand, if it's a county historical marker, once we approve it, we can make arrangements to finalize the narrative that will be on the historical marker and then send it, uh, the application along, along with the money to San Antonio for the creation of the marker. It's ready in about four to six weeks. And then we set up a, a ceremony, special ceremony, for dedication. We try to have local representatives, mm-hmm. county judge, and others involved in it then. So how old does a building need to be or an area before it's considered <clears throat> historical? I mean, in some some people, I won't say like young entrepreneurs or anything, but some people might think two years old is old. What is old? <laughs> well, when you get to be my age. I, um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, generally, the state of Texas recognizes buildings uh, that are 50 years of age or older. Okay. And that includes homes and so forth. But it's not just the structure itself. In other words, just because it's 50 years old doesn't mean it necessarily qualifies it the for criteria. it. the criteria. It's yeah. got to have some significant uh, interest, some local interest, state interest, people that live there, people that work there. Uh, and it in has some, to have a story. Yeah. and in There's got to ca- be some storyline. Or in some cases, um, it may be that it's architecturally significant. Uh, for example, we're, we're doing some study right now on a home in the cut and shoot area that may have been designed by Frank Lloyd Wright, the noted architect mm-hmm. from the, the 30s and 40s. That would certainly have historical significance sure, and probably absolutely. qualify as a state historical marker. That's cool. So tell me about the Youth Advisory Board. About four. We only have a couple minutes. Four or five <laughs> uh, years ago, we created what's I think unique to the state of Texas, a group of of uh, high school students from throughout Montgomery County who are selected based on their academic and, and, and interest in, in service in the county. They must be juniors or seniors in, a, in high school, uh, either in Hope School now or uh, in a Montgomery County High School. And they work with us to support us on a lot of our uh, local activities. Well, I noticed you uh, had some of them. Were they, were they part of the Youth Advisory Board that was out cleaning out a cemetery? Yeah, they. One of their projects has been recently to do cool. to do old tombstone cleaning. Yeah, and they've really enjoyed that. And there's some old um, tombstones out here. We, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are some different areas that have some we quite have, older yeah, ones. We have some going back. The oldest that I know of that that you can actually uh, read goes back to 1842. Uh, but we have many that are tombstones of people that lived during the Republic of Texas days between 1836 and 1845. It's wonderful. Yeah. And how sometimes in years it'll be the younger ones, a lot of babies 
because of whatever was the uh, epidemic or such. That's right. There was a lot of uh, infant mortality. Right, right. Well, I want to make sure that people can get in touch with you if they want to know more, because, I mean, we could actually talk probably the rest of the afternoon about all the historical stuff because there's so much. And, you know, they can come to your meeting, which is next Monday. Is that correct? We meet at the Conroe Chamber this next Monday at 530. The public's always invited to come. They're welcome to be there. Uh, we've actually got some of our uh, applicants from people that have come and, and had a, a had keen interest. interest in the history. Sure. And another way is to go to your Facebook page, Montgomery County Historical Commission. And you also have that same page for your website, MontgomeryCountyHistoricalCommission.com. Correct. It's a big mouthful. Yeah. But uh, it, it's very interesting, prestigious, and you do have different events. And um, in closure, Larry, do you have something upcoming right now, an event where you're putting a historical marker? Usually the summer is a little slow, but there, there are two processes. We've got a new historical marker that's, uh, that will be considered for the Antioch Baptist church an African-American church located in Willis, uh, going that's over a hundred years old. And another one that's the Sanders cemetery in Magnolia, uh, where we have people that have, that have been buried there that served in the civil war and, uh, and, and going back to the 1840s and 1850s. That's cool. So if you want to know more, I will also be posting these upcoming events on Conroe Culture News on Facebook. And uh, that is uh, all we have for Larry today. And I do appreciate him coming on the show to tell us about the Montgomery County Historical Commission. I am Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News. We will be right back with my next guest, Luke Bolts. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. We are looking for sponsors. Do you want to partner with Conroe Culture? Contact us on IRLoneStar.com slash Culture for current rates and statistics of our listenership. Hello, everyone. We are back. I am Margie Taylor of Conroe Culture News and Taylorized PR from downtown Conroe at Lone Star Community Radio 104.5, 106.1, RCity TV, Sudden Link, with Conroe and, of course, worldwide, IRLoneStar.com. So my second guest here today is Luke Bolts. He's a realtor with Keller Williams. He is a sometimes model at, with the chamber, the Conroe chamber. He, he can tell you more about that. But he's here today to tell us about Texas Heroes Real Estate Program and to give us information about the Woodlands Young Entrepreneurs Network. Another mouthful. Hi, Luke. Well, hello, Margie. <laughs> Thank you for Hi. having me on. Absolutely. So... Um, you used to be in law enforcement? I did not know that. Yes, ma'am. Well, before I moved to Texas, I was in law enforcement. I worked on patrol for a couple of years and I actually had a, an accident take place that kind of took me out of law enforcement right away and moved down here to be with family. So, Okay. So you have family out here in Montgomery County? I do. Yes, ma'am. Great. How long have you been out here now? About two and a half years. 
All right. So you are a real estate mogul, I know, mover and a shaker <laughs> with the Gail Kane team. And uh, you have started up, are, did you, are you the founder of this program, the Texas Heroes Real Estate Program? Yes, um, okay. I am the founder of the Texas Heroes Real Estate Program. And like I said, I come from law enforcement, so I've always tried to give back to law enforcement, firefighters, EMS, military, anybody in that sort of demographic. And I figured, well, one night, you know, when I was actually laying in bed and I thought of this program, I was like, this is the best way for me to give back in my current career to those people. I think it's important to have um, give back to the community. I think all small businesses should do that. So tell me about what it is and what it does. So what it is, is like I said, it benefits law enforcement, firefighters, EMS, or military, anybody who's active or retired, uh, looking to buy or sell real estate. What I've done is I've created this program with them in mind, and we have program partners who are all local and the best of the best. They're tested. Um, I handpicked them to uh, make sure that everybody's taken care of. And if they're buying or selling real estate, we plug them into the program and everybody who's a program partner has committed to either discount their services, give back to them in a charity donation in their name of some sort, or do something kind of in that aspect. So what kind of success have you seen? Everybody loves the program so far. Like I said, it's brand new. It just launched about a month and a half oh, ago. It is new, new, new. Brand new. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And uh, it, it's been a lot of work trying to get it to put together and make sure everything is kind of seamless. We've had our first group of clients go through and everybody's loved it so far. Great feedback. Um, like I said, in the program, we're trying to expand it every single day, bring on new program partners uh -huh. and, and more and new benefits for the clients. So this benefits anybody who is active or retired in law enforcement, EMS, EMS firefighters, military, um, any of that, correct? That's correct. Okay, so is it just the individuals or their family members? Family members as well, as long as they're married to somebody in law enforcement, firefighting, EMS, or military. Okay, immediate connection to mm -hmm. that, that individual. So you help them uh, save money when they're purchasing a home, or what is it that you assist with? And I, you said you have partners here. So uh, Ross Fleury, he's also with the Young right. Entrepreneurs, so, right? Right, so Ross Fleury, he's also the founder of the, one of the founders of the Woodlands Young Entrepreneur Network. Right. He's also with Network Financial, and he's our local mortgage and lending professional with the group. Okay, and then you have another insurance agent? Correct, yeah, we have Charles Dickey with Goosehead Insurance, and he's our insurance professional. Uh, he's also local. And then you have a title company. Correct, yeah. Fidelity National Title uh, here in Conroe, uh, Kathy Deaton, uh, they're our program title company. So if somebody was, and I'm assuming this has to do with the real estate, if they're purchasing or selling their home, correct? Correct. Um, how does that work exactly, what you're what you're hoping to achieve. How does it work? Well, I have big plans for this group. Um, first off, I, I would love for this group to get so large that we actually develop a nonprofit organization from this or a charity from this group. Maybe um, even a fundraiser. Correct, yes. Okay. Um, and, and the reason for that is I come from a small law enforcement agency uh, back in Utah. And I mean, it was every single year, somebody didn't have a bulletproof vest they were expired and we didn't have the funds to be able to obtain those new bulletproof vests. And I was actually somebody who wore an eight year expired bulletproof vest. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So kind of scary, you know, waking up every yes. morning, putting on that vest. And um, I'm hoping that we can get this group big enough to where we can put something 
together to be able to. So it's still in the novice stage right now where you're trying to just pull resources together and you're doing your, your think tanks of the other people that are involved in this and you're hoping to make it bigger and grow to be a resource. Correct. Yeah. Um, the, the program's working. Um, that's already started, but hopefully the program can expand into having its own nonprofit or a charity okay. organization Wonderful. developed from it. Okay. Well, it's good that you're doing something right. And you're moving forward and you're initiating this program and you have a good flyer here with the firefighters and the law enforcement, EMS, EMS and military. It's, it's, Quite attractive. You did a good job on this. Appreciate it. So the other thing that you're working on, um, oh, well, first of all, how does someone connect if they are involved and want to get involved in the Texas Hero Real Estate Program? Well, we do have a Facebook page. We do not have a website yet. Um, Texas Heroes Real Estate Program. If you just search that on Facebook, you'll be able mm -hmm. to find us there. Send us a message. Or you can give me a call on uh, my personal cell phone or send us an email. Okay. And you're at Luke Volz, V-O-L-Z, at kw.com was the easiest way to get in touch with you, yes. correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's talk about the Woodlands Young Entrepreneur, Net Entrepreneurial Network. Yes. Okay. The Woodlands Young Entrepreneur Network um, was founded by Ross Flurry and Evan Blair. Started a little bit over a year ago. We're actually going into the second year. And let me just tell you the expansion and growth of this group. I've already seen it. It's huge. Amazing. Um, what, do you, what do you think is is the catch on this because i know the different chambers have their own groups as well what is the driving force of this one i would say people's mindsets uh and, and the type of people that are going to these events it's not a, a typical bni or something like that where you just show up and you hand out a business card it's 100 percent focused on the people and for the people it's not a network built to benefit only the people in the network um, everybody wants to meet everybody when you show up to an event and it's not that they're just going to hand you a business card. It's relationships. It's absolutely. 100% okay. relationship building. And relationships last more than a business card because it's what you're remembered by. It's public relations. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I know that you have many ongoing events because I have seen them. I haven't participated in them because, first of all, I'm not young. I don't think I qualify. Well, let me clear but... that up. It, it's not an age set group. Young just means young mindset. Okay. All right. So. So as long as you have that young feeling, Correct. Yeah. you can be 60. Have that spark, come. the energy, the drive. You want to go out and meet people. You want to build your business. You want to meet. Jake, you need to go. Well, Local. I was just about to say, Margie, that makes you, that makes you qualify. Okay. You're, okay. Young, you're young at heart. Well, I'm in the group on Facebook, so I can <laughs> post things. So I guess I'm legit. All right, Margie. <laughs> we're going to see you at the next event then. We shall see. Remember, this is moving week. Oh, that's right. Moving that's week. Right. But going back to your group, so uh, you have a, how big is your group right now? Oh man. So the, the group actually has a, has two Facebook pages, a closed group and an open group. Uh, the closed group has over 2,500 wow. members and, and that's the best way to connect as uh -huh. well to find out about future events is you just like the Facebook group, they'll add you in and you can stay up to date there. Um, but at least, I mean, we, they have an event every single month and there's over a hundred local business owners or entrepreneurs that are attending. It's it's very well attended. I know you had an ugly sweater contest. Wasn't that at Mercedes-Benz or yes. somewhere? Uh -huh. That was yes, our Christmas party that. last yes, year. Yes, yes, you had that. And going forward, you have one this Saturday, Mr. Wonderful, It Suits You. Yes, so our next Mythiker. event. Yes. That's correct, <laughs> yes. Our next event, uh, Mr. Wonderful, It Suits You, uh, 
Mythiker Pickett, who started We See Abilities, is partnering with the, young, the Woodlands Young Entrepreneur Network to bring the first and only pageant for special needs boys and men. Yes, so he we're came super to visit, excited for yes. that. He came to visit us at Bridgewood Farms last week with all his energy and passion. And I think that kind of models what you're trying to do with this network of people. It's people that are passionate about doing something. Absolutely. Doing good, paying it forward, being positive. I I mean, it's just a positive vibe all the way around. Absolutely. And you do a lot of things to give back to the community, I've right. noticed. Right. So every event is structured somehow around some sort of Sound good, charity or nonprofit that we partner with and give back to them with the event. So if somebody wanted to go to this event, which is this coming Saturday over in Hughes Landing, correct? Right, Hughes Landing around the amphitheater area. So is it free? It is not free. There actually is a $10 charge. But like I said, most of the fees and everything that's either going to be purchased or done at the event is going to be given back in some sort of way to, let's say, uh, We See Abilities. Okay, and We See Abilities is an organization. He, he's just received nonprofit status. Right, and he benefits all special needs women and men. Right. He, he works with all of them, uh, whether they're young kids or teens, youth, or adults. He's working with all the different organizations because right. there is uh, Special Angels of the Woodlands. There's New Danville. There's Bridgewood Farms. And, uh, well, I don't know if he's touched base with New Horizons out in East County, but there's that organization as well. So uh, a lot of good things going on. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with Luke. And I am Margie Taylor with Conroe Culture. Downtown Conroe, Lone Star Community Radio. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Don't forget, Conroe Culture is live online at IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 every Monday at 12 p.m. Be a guest, be a sponsor. Just contact us online at IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. And we are back on Conroe Culture Radio. I am Margie Taylor, Taylorized PR. I am sitting here today, well, actually right across the table from Luke Bulls, and he is a real estate mogul with the Gail Kane Company. And uh, he can help you. But, but, you know, more importantly, it's not just real estate. I mean, there's a lot of realtors. He is very innovative. He's trying to get connected in the community to do good and pay it forward with both things that we've been talking about. We talked about the Texas Heroes Real Estate Program. So if you know someone who is really a hero, somebody that's been in the military or still is active in the military, someone involved in EMS or fire department or law enforcement, um, they, they want to help you out. So before you buy or sell your home, connect with Luke. 
and uh, he will see what they can do to pay it forward. And uh, then he is also with the Woodlands Young Entrepreneurial Network. Now, the word young doesn't mean that you can only be 20 to 30. You can be right over 30 or over 40, right. like any, me. Any <laughs> age, any age. What young means is just you need to come with a young mindset. Be excited, be young energetic. In your heart. Don't come and be closed off stuck up or a stiff or something like that or you know come and join come and join the fun everybody can learn from everybody right exactly i mean it's a new relationship Mm -hmm. people do business with people they know everybody knows that you don't do business with the building or the street or the car or whatever you know you want to know somebody and once you get to know them and trust them and find out what it is that uh, it gets them connected business wise um well first you you know, it isn't even about business. You want to know the person first. Exactly. And I think, I think what's the perfect example, Margie, um, is I actually started this Texas Heroes Real Estate Program with people I met through the Woodlands Young Entrepreneur Network. Really? Yes. And I think that shows right there the type of relationships you're going to build with this group. That's true. That's a good point. So, uh, Ross, Ross is your buddy in, in both of these things. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Ross Flurry with Network Financial, um, he is the... Uh, mortgage is he and listening lending right professional. now? He's probably listening. I hope he's listening. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so he's the mortgage and lending professional with the Texas uh, Heroes Real Estate Program, and he's also one of the founders, along with Evan Blair, of the Woodlands Young Entrepreneur Network. And I, I got to imagine that this isn't necessarily the easiest thing in the world to do, right? So from what part? What, which isn't just, easy? Just everything starting at this whole process. Oh, startups. With, yeah. So yeah. what is the most difficult, challenging thing that you've faced to this point? I would say probably not not so much the structure of the program. The program's pretty simple and, and straightforward, but it's finding the people that you trust enough to say, hey, this is a program partner. I 100% trust, and I'm putting you in their hands. I would say probably that's the hardest part is to find the right people that see your vision, want your vision, want you to grow, and also, I, I guess, keep your standards as well. Keep the dream alive. Correct. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, um in this, in the network group, the people, it, I know you guys do a lot of social things, but really the emphasis again, to me, is about paying it back in the community and getting involved in the community and making a difference. And I, I'm not trying to categorize, but millennials, you know, every, every year, baby boomers, whatever, has something that's memorable for that age group. Um, and what, tell me if this is valid. Uh, millennials like to be part of the community. They, they like to see a means to an end. They don't want to just do. They want to be. Sure. They want to Absolutely. be part of the answer and the solution and all of that. So this helps you be. And again, you don't have to necessarily be of that physical age as part of the be involved. Is right. that correct? That's correct. So uh, the upcoming event is this Saturday at 7 p.m. Is that correct, Mr. Wonderful? Is it 7? Yes, it's going to start at 7 p.m. It's going to be Hughes Landing Amphitheater area. You just show up. Uh, we'll have all of our uh, committee members there to help guide you in and, and show you where you need to go and get you connected with people. Um, there's going to be a $10 entry fee, but um, it's well worth the Absolutely. $10. It'll be entertaining. You can meet new people. And you guys meet once a month. Yes, once a month. And it's usually the last Wednesday or the third Wednesday of every month. Third Wednesday of every month. And but, is there a website or something that if, you know, if I want to get more information about it, about the group, can I go online and find something on there or a Facebook page? There is. There's a Facebook page. Um, I would say probably the Facebook pages or page 
Um, there's a closed group, which uh, is updated all the time, and an open page, which is updated all the time as well. Uh, like and join both groups. That's the best place to be up to date. They do have a website in you the works. You do have a website. I saw it. It's up. Right. It's valid. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if that one's as updated as the, oh, the Facebook not. page. I yeah. think that one's still in the works, but there is a web page as well. So get connected on all. And that is T-W-Y-E-N.com, the Woodlands Young Entrepreneur Network.com. So each letter, put that in there to the website and you got it connected. Okay, Luke, any last words? So can we see you on the, um, <laughs> what do you call that? On the uh, rank, on the, uh, oh my gosh, I the catwalk. The catwalk. Can we see you on the <laughs> on catwalk the runway. again? On the runway. Will you be on the runway, you know, inquiring minds? I am not sure this year. You're not sure? Not sure. It's, oh, goodness. It's still a little way. Okay. You, know, you know, Margie, real estate's crazy. So I know. until it gets a little bit closer, I, I don't yes. know yet. You, you just never know. So is real estate good? It is, isn't it? Oh, it's it's wonderful it's right It's tremendous. Now. We mm-hmm. sold our house in hours. Yep. It scares the crud out of me. Yeah. Multiple <laughs> offer situations on almost every single really? home right now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, so where is your best area to be at? Where are you seeing a lot of movement? Is it the lake or where? Well, as I'm sure all of you know, Conroe is one of the fastest growing yes, places. Yes, it is the place to be. So, it's um, the fastest growing city in America. That's right. That's why we're doing Conroe Culture News from downtown Conroe. Absolutely. Hello. So um, <laughs> Conroe has a ton of movement. Now, I'm kind of anywhere you look, uh, just the expansion and um, everybody from the south is coming up here because they all want a little bit more elbow room. Mm-hmm. True. Did you see how many people were at the breakfast? Was that last week? Yes, with incredible, I it was last no, week. maybe it's the week before. With, incredible. With the piece, yes, with the Conroe Chamber. I, I overheard oh, it was the my best, gosh. best turnout they've ever had. There was like 80 people there. I, I've got to get to one of these things. I, I hear good things about these. Why these aren't meetings. you? I don't know. No excuse. You need to be at the next one. Okay, I'll to. be bugging you. You're on my list. Yes, bug you're me. on my list. And the young entrepreneurs. You need to go to that too. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, that sounds really fun. I didn't know that, that was even a thing. You need to have your little notes ready. Your little post-it notes. I've got my sticky uh, of notes. Things over you here. need to do. Okay. All right. Okay, so I'm going to see both of you at uh, the Mr. Wonderful at Suits You's event then. Probably not yeah, Saturdays. Oh. Just saying. I don't okay. know where anything is going to be Saturday since I'm moving. But, yes, I, I will plug it. I will get it out there. I will do my PR end of it. Perfect. Sound good? Okay. That's all we have for today. All right. So I hope you guys have all enjoyed the show today. Next week, I will have uh, Candice Rodarte and her new business venture. Of course, you can connect with us on Facebook at Conroe News Radio, Conroe Culture News, or you can send me a note at Margie at TaylorizePR.com. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Monday. You're listening to Conroe Culture on FM 104.5 and 106.1 with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR, live streaming on IRLoneStar.com every Monday at noon. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter via Conroe Culture. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. 
broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas, at the Lone Star Community Radio studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.